0: Today we review our projections on the Dynasty Digest. Chiefs the end zone and it is caught. Adolf here. Job. Down inside. The silent count. He fails out of the pocket there. And, oh, Josh Hallers. Hello everybody. Welcome to another episode of the JWB Dynasty Digest. A bonus episode for you where we give you a consumable dynasty perspective i am white here with my friend and returning guest david zach you can find him on twitter at david zach 16 find his rankings over on fantasy pros and doing some work for dynasty nerds how are you david pretty good i want yourself can't complain can't complain uh fancy season's going pretty well so far i want to say i don't want to get too excited but doing well just locked up the playoffs for scott fishbowl which is all I could ask for at this point. About, nice work,
1: yeah. Uh, not so good in the Scott Fish Bowl. I see we're uh, neck and neck in the weekly rankings at Fantasy Pros, though. We're both in that 50 to 60 range. Your your other buddy at JWB there is doing really good. What's he yeah, at, 12
0: t- or something like that? Tyler, Tyler has been crushing it pretty hard. Uh, I think we both start off pretty well, but you know, I can only speak yeah. for myself for sure that uh, I had a couple bad weeks in a row there. That, uh, <laughs> yeah, those, <laughs>
1: those are hard to recover from. Good ones yeah. don't quite cancel them out anymore.
0: Yeah, it really does. we're definitely reached the point in the year two where uh it's tough to really budge your your place in the rankings. You know, yes. you got to really knock it out of the park to make make some moves.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: But last time we were here, we were talking about the projections we did leading into the season and how it affected us for dynasty. And we're gonna review. The players we talked about specifically, see how we did, what we think, what's going on. First ones, actually, I'm going to mention them both together because they're part of the little uh, would you rather question that we talked about. And that's Rashad Bateman and Wandell Robinson, two of your stand players, two of your biggest players. Rashad Bateman, boy, start the season. We got exactly what we wanted Injuries <laughs> yeah. start to happen. <laughs> Done for the year. Sad face, sad face. Wandell Robinson started really slow because of injury, but he jam- jumped right in and was leading the Giants in target share and targets, but then has a slump game before the bye. Like, right. how are we feeling about these two right now?
1: Uh, Bateman was obviously devastating. You know, that's a that's a brutal injury to, to come back from. So I expect even next year he'll probably be hampered by it some which could create a buy window. I don't know how well he's going to recover and stuff like that, but just a a very tragic injury, right? And my exposure and fanhood of him was through the roof. So that was an extremely sad day for me. But uh, Wanda Robinson, on the other hand, is looking very good, like you said, leading in uh, target share for a couple games there. And you saw some designed plays from Dobble which are very exciting for a player of his caliber mm-hmm. and they're utilizing him to his strengths. So you always love it when you see a coach do that with a player. So very excited with him. They got a uh, interesting schedule coming up with Houston here right off the gate. So I'm kind of gauging how, how high you want to rank him at this point. But to yeah. our point earlier this offseason, he did raise rise almost 30 spots in wide receiver rankings, just as we predicted there. Bateman was rising. And then, Got the injury, fell back, and now out for season. So, I <laughs> I, I see in your uh, list there he's kind of stagnant so at the same price. So, you could have flipped him yeah. before the season, like we talked about. But uh, yeah, now it's just if you want to invest in an injured player, so it's definitely in the waiting game with him. But I still like his talent. He really showcased it those first couple of weeks. So,
0: yeah, Dynasty League Football startup ADP in July. He was wide receiver nineteen. Their latest. Status from October. He was wide receiver 19 then. Uh, but obviously that's going to change since since that last piece of data. We don't have November AD, startup ADP from DLF yet. I imagine it's going to go down some. He's moving down yeah. a little bit for me, but I'm not over trying to overreact too much to it because I think he validated the hype uh in those first couple games with the talent that we all saw and knew that he had. Just the injury, you know, it's unfortunate. Like I will definitely be trying to search for a buy window for Rashad Bateman as the season goes. I could see, you know, start to open up a little bit, but there's going to be, it's going to be like a bell curve of sort or reverse bell curve of sorts where I can imagine it's going to drop some, but at a certain point, people are going to start to look towards next season and start to get excited for Rashad Bateman again. So you got to find that right spot to buy in, I think.
1: Yeah. That's a good point about the reclaiming hype. That'll probably come from the off season when people tend to forget about injuries a little more. Yeah. So
0: yeah, saw it's a it with, strong point with the uh, like Travis ETN where yep. uh, injured went down and then, you know, you start to start thinking about the next season and you expect them to be back players. We were excited about, you get, you know, and that, that yeah. just starts to rise again.
1: Yeah, that's right. So yeah, it's a, uh, it's been a brutal year for injuries really. So it's uh it's hard to keep your head up during some of these weeks when you see multiple people go down and michael thomas and rashad Danny for me and it's just like yeah
0: oh, we'll get to that one <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and then wandel um i think still even you know going back to this dlf october startup adp wide receiver 58 in that you know that's a price that i'm still interested in if it's still around there um if it's not rising too much after that uh like we said the the it the prospects are exciting for him, and one of the things that I go back to is that Daniel Jones, when he had Sterling Shepherd available to him, favored Shepard in the slot a lot.
1: Yeah. And I don't see any point. reason
0: why Wandell Robinson can't do the exact same thing or more. And when Sterling Shepard was healthy, he was a, a pretty consistent, like low-end wide receiver, too, just on volume. So hey, like I'll take that from Wandell. Right especially in PPR leagues. Right. So yeah.
1: get that slot production, maybe not the big explosive plays that's your deep threats get, but it's nice that they were using them in the red zone, at least whereas Shepard didn't get yeah. a ton of that. So
0: yeah, but Sterling yeah.
1: Shepard, another favorite of mine, just always gets injured though. Right. So <laughs> yeah. man, if ever, if ever there was a season to make you believe in injury prone again, this one's starting to trend that way it, for me.
0: Yeah. There, there, there are a lot of big hits this year. Yeah. Um, one of the players coming in, into the to the year injured was Chris Godwin. You mentioned Chris Godwin and Tyler Lockett as two of these players who just like consistently seem undervalued to you. And, and I agree. Like, they're two players that I just seem to always be drafted, like at every point. Yeah. Uh, Chris Godwin's had some bumps in the roads. So I think a lot of that has to do with that Tampa Bay offense just not being what we are used to. Um, but Tyler Lockett is everything <laughs> we had hoped and dreamed for. I, that one, I feel like, was a big win. Oh yeah, smash it! They're wide receiver ten
1: on the season so <laughs> yeah. far, I think. And, and Godwin's commanding what six catches a game at least, or something like that, right?
0: And neither of them, or well, I should say both of them, have gone down by DLF startup ADP, which is ridiculous, well, for... right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is wild. And I mean, hey, like I'll I I bought Tyler Lockett on a competing team. Uh, this this year you know uh like i'm in like let's do this the production you know it's there and to your point if they're dropping
1: and you see the production that's still rising or still steady like that's a perfect contender piece that you should aim for so if you can flip a younger guy right next to him and you're contending you know why not go in for chris godwin or tyler lockett the thing with the bucks like you mentioned uh having struggles and similar story with the rams is this their offensive line just get destroyed so the rams you lose what they lost whitworth and then note bloom and then one other guy so that's essentially three starters that went down and you can see it on every play that their offense runs for both the bucks and the rams their offense yes it's just it's destroying them so it's stuff like that that kind of goes under the radar right and you don't really think about it too much until you see it so that's something probably should have adjusted for more, but I know some of it happened in season and you, like you said, he kind of ride yeah. it off a bit, but you're like, this is going downhill fast. The more these injuries, I think bucks have a chance of some of them returning on the line. Whereas the Rams don't really, I think, but yeah, yeah but it's just
0: tough Andrew to overcome Whit- that. Andrew Whitworth was retirement right after the season. Like we knew he wasn't going to be around. I'll, I'll admit, like I definitely didn't account for that as much. And on the box offensive line, a lot of those injuries were happening you know they were all happening before the season all on the interior right. we know that tom yes. brady's like biggest weakness is pressure up the middle and again like still i i, I don't think i adjusted enough for it right
1: yep yep good point point. and that's something we need to account for more like i do in our models i i account for offensive line but like you said they kind of happen late and then you don't get all the all the adjustments in for it so that was a mistake on my part for sure and those running backs are just getting destroyed like Fernette and uh, Henderson and the Rams running backs, they just can't go anywhere. There's no room to run. They're getting blown up in the backfield and stuff. Well, oh, it's while, tough to watch.
0: While we're there, let's talk about those Rams running backs, because we talked about them a good bit on the previous episode. We were right that we were anti-cam makers. <laughs> we were into Daryl Henderson, but it turns out it didn't matter, because <laughs> right. neither of them are good right now, because it, it's just all bad. I mean, like we got a little bit of Daryl Henderson to start the year, but... Not enough right. to really for it to really matter. It just it turns out you just didn't want to be in in that running game at all.
1: No, they're gonna need to turn it around heavy, but
0: Henderson is leading the backfield as predicted,
1: so at least we have that, I guess. Yeah, but yeah, that's just it's brutal. <laughs> we right to it Henderson, scarring.
0: but it just wasn't worth really investing into it, <laughs> right. <laughs> Which <Yeah>. was <laughs> really, really interesting. And I mean, I'm surprised like Kmaker's October startup ADP from DLF was still RB26. And to me, that's still way too high. I don't I, way, I mean we'll see when, when new data comes out for them how far it's gone down. But I mean, like he is in a he's at a point where like I will never have him valued higher than someone else. Like I he'll never be on my teams at this point. <laughs> I, I it, it, it seemed there like there were moments where there was reason to believe like, oh, he can come back from the Achilles injury. Um but I think that quickly went away and it looks like it, I, I, I would say his career is just about done. Unfortunately, I, it sucks for, for him, but it, it yeah. doesn't look good.
1: It looked like borderline, uh, you know, being done for the year there with the Rams for a while there, they're having that yeah. uh, those internal issues where uh, I don't know what happened. They said they have a disagreement about football and then you didn't play for <laughs> two or three weeks. I was like what is that like yeah you just don't like how you're being used or how your line's blocking or you yelled at a coach or what happened right and it just it's real messy it's real vague even when they reported about it after he came back it was still pretty loose they just said football disagreements ready to get back to football you're like does that what does that mean that doesn't knock <laughs> a player out for almost a month like there's there's something yeah. pretty deep going on there and it's just too many things to overcome the offensive line the return from injury So, you know, maybe he has a boost next year if something goes right or they return some more linemen or even if he's with the Rams. But I I think I'm way more in your boat where I don't I don't know where his career is headed and I don't really want to be holding the bag to find out at that point.
0: Yeah. And I mean, like that issue that kept him out, that's a red flag. Like we don't know what happened, but the fact that it happened at all is to me is just a red flag because you don't get held out from games like that for good reasons right <laughs> so <laughs> without good reason
1: right yeah. <laughs> yeah i don't know what's going on it's it is messy and
0: they're going downhill fast so it's it's a big risk to hold on to them in my opinion well another running back and we're gonna have to get to uh one of I would have to guess one of your big misses from this year, which is oh, yeah. Kenneth Gainwell. Don't worry. We'll get to mine. <laughs> 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 Kenneth Gainwell, which you had uh, projected above Miles Sanders for this year. Uh, yeah. But like, I don't think it was crazy. Um, I was definitely uh, off on the split between them, you know, coming in. I, I have kind Ga- I had Kenny Gainwell in a lot of places. I drafted a lot of Kenny Gainwell, you know, in my underdog drafts and stuff because of it. Mm-hmm. But he's basically just been like a non-factor, which is crazy compared to how he was used last year. He was used in a bunch of high-leverage situations, and then this year he's just not there at all. I, I don't, I, like, I don't even know what to say. Like, I don't know what happened.
1: Right. I was reflecting on this one a bit today on on all the things that I probably missed subjectively when I was building the model or building out projections for this team, and I don't think I took into account the target share AJ Brown would get because gainwell's big attraction was his Good receiving point. right so now you got Devonte smith and dallas goddard who are both banged up so that probably added into some of his reception total and then you bring in aj brown and now all three are healthy in addition so like if you have the choice to throw to one of them guys or gainwell <laughs> you're gonna pick yeah. them nine times out of ten and they haven't been trailing much at all this year which is also his focal point they're still getting them in in the red zone he's actually had a couple looks where he could have scored her on uh flat routes right by the red zone so I've noticed mm-hmm. those and and to your point in best ball he's been okay for for where he went couple. right we've got a couple got three right? three usable weeks right so <laughs> yeah. he hasn't been dead on that front but as far as a dynasty holding pick one to start him like maybe we did talk about the, the Houston matchup and how they're always great for running backs with the matchups in motion that I do. So Adam, Adam lined up there in a little bit and by apocalypse, but, uh, other than that, yeah, it's been pretty brutal, but a lot of value if Sanders gets hurt for whatever reason, you know, in that high powered offense too. So they'll, they'll still rotate in a committee, but his, uh, his set's still pretty nice. So, but yeah, Miles Sanders has been crushing it and just overall a massive L on that one, but
0: but I would say that is the hardest part about doing these projections like this is trying to capture that, like, overarching uh, thoughts about the team and what they're going to do, what they're going to be like. Like, it's hard to say, like, they're going to be the best team in football uh, because of that. They'll never be <laughs> in game scripts and you know, things like that. But the question now is, is like, are you still interested in Kenny Gainwell and Dynasty?
1: I I definitely am. Yeah, I I'm not selling at all. I, I still like what I've seen, and they they still mm-hmm. use him plenty. And he's shown how good of a receiver he still is. So I think he's fine. More of a handcuff now than a standalone option, though. Right. But uh, yeah, I, I'm the still
0: holding for this right. year.
1: And everyone had Philadelphia higher, right? And everyone knew their O line was better. It's just I don't think anyone predicted quite this good and being able to <laughs> right. just you know throw four touchdowns to. AJ Brown and double coverage at will and stuff like that. It's just <laughs> right. my god. It's been so impressive, really, everything they've done. So, but to to the scoring point, you like having pieces and offenses like that. And I saw yeah, his value absolutely. didn't uh didn't change too much. So not not too big yeah. of a loss if he invested in him at cost, I guess. So that's yeah, one silver
0: hold. lining, maybe. Yeah, you hold and you hope that Miles Sanders is moving on after this year because his contract rookie contract is up. It's very possible that the Eagles just move on from him. Who knows what happens with, I mean, at minimum, if that happens, Gainwell's market value is going to take a boost because of the uncertainty of what will happen there. Um, maybe make a move then to get out if you wanted to at a, you know, possible return or you hold on and see if he takes reins of the backfield. Who knows?
1: Right. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, yeah, I was I was into uh, your next guy here uh, quite a bit too. I had a lot of them in redraft, and I did the the similar thing with the I watched her episode and you talked about Amon Ross St. Brown and how the volume was there for the taking and pretty good prospect, not overwhelmingly first round pick or nothing like that. But I had I had a fair amount of Jalen Tolbert that uh, is not panning out as well.
0: You had a fair amount of Jalen Tolbert. I had a very large amount of Jalen Tolbert (laughs) across everywhere um, coming into the year. And boy, is that a huge miss. Uh, Basically got nothing. Like, it's, I mean, he's healthy scratching all the time. Like, like, and that's the, when I see that, that's the signal for me that basically, like, I'll take almost anything to just move on. Maybe hold on to a couple shares just in case. But for someone to be healthy scratched that early um, on a depth chart like that, where it was C.D. Lamb, Noah Brown, who was essentially nothing prior to this year. Granted, he's played very well in his time with Michael Gallopert. And, like, he can't get on the field. He can't even be dressed for game day. Like, that's a problem.
1: They were cutting guys the next week that they started over him. It was just incredible. They would not let him on the field. It was That's one of the more remarkable things I've seen, even for a third round rookie, right? You don't expect a ton, but that was brutal. Like, that that hurt to see that through. I got to believe, like, he's not that bad, but (laughs) maybe he is. Just
0: needs time to learn or not impressing coaches with his route running. Or I I still don't know. I am no scout, but from a lot of the scouting that I read, it seemed like he was a wide receiver who was a little bit more pro ready like he would be able to adjust to the game despite coming from a smaller school a lot older too a lot yet yeah, older prospect so like that's what led me to believe that he could step in earlier and earn some targets in the offense and yeah, apparently that was not true so <laughs> to me that's that was just a full on whiff like i got nothing there uh i i was trying to i'm trying to get out uh, but like i said i might hang on to a couple shares just in case
1: I, I think I have two two shares left and sold one chair, share for uh, Chuba Hubbard when uh, CMC got traded. So well, I yeah, guess I mean, I'll like, take that for now, but I'm still not great happy about it at all.
0: If, it, I feel like if you can get a third or a third worth value of a player or something yeah. like that, that's a big win at this point. It does seem And like I'd be that. surprised if you get it done.
1: <laughs> and now they're in the talks for OBJ too. So as a realistic chance, he like never sees... Yeah, any meaningful snaps. He just doesn't. He just might might get ten percent here and there. Right? (laughs) (laughs) it's it's bad. But yeah, I could sure use an Amari Cooper. Am I right?
0: Hey, (laughs) (laughs) it sure does seem like that. Amari Cooper pacing for like. I think it's actually his best fantasy season of his career with Jacoby Brissett. Right. Um, I was just talking with uh, Jacob Gibbs, another guy that does rankings. And I talk with a lot
1: on Twitter and he was saying how, how his target share could uh, lead him to a fantasy playoff winner coming up with Deshaun coming up. If Deshaun is yeah. still even close to where he was at, you know, the passing efficiency should go up. Scoring should go up even from what they are. They're like, what are they a top six scoring offense right now, even with Jacoby so, set, yeah. which is insane. Of course, Nick Chubbs, going nuclear as well during all this,
0: but. Oh yeah. It's, uh... and the the one year where I'm not overweight on Nick Chubb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was a little down this on him too. In the NFL. I, the first year I was like, tone it down, Let you know, let's be rational about Nick Chubb. And, and you're, yeah. uh, intro video there too i saw so yeah yeah
1: Yeah. no he's been amazing i do expect it to to scale back too i I sent out a tweet when they announced uh deshaun Watson's suspension i was like this makes me higher on nick chubb for now until watson gets back because their run rate should stay high when watson comes back it should be more pass rate but at this point you know it's just he's so good and take
0: some opportunities in the red zone away from him yep that's right so that shows up in the projections, but again,
1: we'll see. So some some of the other things didn't work out. Some were banger hits, like we said, but
0: we'll <laughs> we'll keep uh, trudging through to see how we did on some other ones here. Yeah. Let's uh let's stay in the AFC North. Uh you had mentioned Deontay Johnson and how you were, you know, kind of afraid of what that passing offense is going to look like under Trubisky and Pickett. Um, and then in a league, you traded away Deontay Johnson for Gainwell 23 first and 23 second with I, bl- I would say even with gainwell being a miss for this year, that trade is a win, a pretty good win in my opinion. Uh, and I think you were right there was, there's was big reason to be worried about Deontay Johnson. and one of the things that I don't think I do enough of but I try to do more often is we follow target shares uh, but then we need to adjust for the quality of the targets that are that are coming. And this, like one of the prime examples for me of it, is Trubisky's not very good. I didn't think Pickett was very good coming into the NFL. Like, I have a good amount of Deontay Johnson, um, but luckily I am not overweight on him uh, because of those concerns. Well, on the plus side, he should
1: uh, positively regress on touchdowns. One would hope, at least, right? And you'd hope. They got a lot of uh, a lot of negative scripts projected in their Vegas schedule coming up here. So hopefully they're passing a lot more and he's able to find the end zone a bit more for you. But yeah, very, very true to what was expected ended up happening. So they set records last year with Big Ben and passing rates and the amount of plays they were running. And now it's it's coming back down to earth. So that was a that was a perfect uh, sell high moment, in my opinion. And there'll still be time to buy back in. Like I think I wouldn't be afraid of buying back in, depending how how he finishes out here. He's still a very good receiver. Like you said, his targets are way up there still. He's just had some bad luck because of the quality of the offense as a whole. And we don't know what we quite got in Kenny Pickett yet. And yeah. trading away Jay... Chase Claypool should help his value go up some, but I'm sure they'll draft another round two receiver like they do every single year and he'll be the next amazing wide receiver to come into the dynasty scene. But uh, yeah, I, I still like Deontay a lot, but yeah, that was, a, that was a good trade. Some people can't trade him for a first now. So right, exactly. that was, uh, I got uh, Wondell Robinson with that second that I traded him for. So it was uh, Gameway yeah, Robinson right and that uh, 23 first yet to come. So pretty excited yeah. about that one, yeah.
0: Yeah, and... You know, I think that there could be a point where I'm going to want to buy in on Deontay if he has a couple more bad games. If his value drops a little bit further, like I'm going to want to come in and buy just because I believe in the player in general uh, as a target earner. Like I'll just always want to be invested in players like that. For sure.
1: Yep. And to our earlier point, I think he's going to start falling into that Godwin Lockett tier. He's he's got kind of a similar profile and he's. Mm -hmm hopefully he starts getting undervalued, similar to they do. And then I I would I would start grouping them in eventually with them and their career paths. So the the yeah, offense will be up sense. and down here or there. Touchdowns will be up and down, but that target volume mm-hmm. will be pretty consistent. And he's shown he's he's a very good player. So, yeah, that was yeah. a great point by you. It's a, there's going to be a time to buy back in, so we'll have to keep a close eye on it.
0: Those are, those are those players that like you, you can get in when there's a time to buy like this. And then honestly, you almost like you tend I for me, at least I think you just basically you just hold on to them for their career because their production is like always going to outweigh their market value. And as long as you're like competing, I mean, I'll just yep. continue to take those players. Right. Depending where,
1: where, where you buy them at. And then it's, yeah, yeah it's a perfect time to just hold them and then let, let the fluctuations happen, but you'll get a steady player for, For pretty much pennies on the dollar similar to them too so
0: yeah uh next player james cook we both had some similar thoughts but ended up at like slightly different places with james cook where we were saying that we're not really sure what that's going to end up looking like for the bills um you were slightly more positive i was slightly more negative for james cook um it's been negative for him um more negative than even i thought and i was not in on james cook i have like i have almost or actual zero shares of james cook uh, like anywhere. <laughs> um yeah dynasty was- he wasn't a
1: realistic target right just like we were talking about his profile yeah. didn't profile as a first round dynasty pick so that's why you and i didn't get him in any dynasty league right you had to be aggressive to get him and running backs always have a premium especially in rookie drafts so just didn't pan out there but yeah as Usage has been up in a little bit, and he's shown some explosive plays. So there's like a little bit to get excited about, maybe. Um, Some smart guys I follow, like Dwayne McFarland, he's still in on him, thinks he'll come around. But the trade for Hines is peculiar, and they all they all three kind of have a similar profile now, right? They're kind of undersized, and they're yeah. good receivers. And yeah, I don't. It's it's getting pretty muddy there again, but yeah, who I knows? Know. You get the. You get the late-season rookie bump, too, maybe. But, yeah, it's it's still real cloudy, right? You don't don't I, quite know.
0: I think Hines was just uh, them trying to shore that up. Um, he's also a good punt returner if they need him there. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. Pretty cheap. Um, And, like, I, I saw some people saying, well, you have to worry about the contract. But, actually, the, the, he has zero dead cap next year, so they can get out of the contract really easily next year if they wanted to. I think that was just, like – adding a piece to try and, you know, get the help, get them over the hump for this year. I I said, even though I'm not in on James Cook, if you are somebody who's in on James Cook, like, I don't think any of this should really sway you from that. Um, He was always to me, somebody who would probably take a little bit of time because he's, that's the kind of profile I thought he had coming into the NFL that, you know, he would get just some manufactured touches and whatnot uh, to start his career and then could go from there. But like, Dynasty League Football Startup start ADP for October, you drop to RB40. Yeah. Um, I mean, like if that continues, hell, I might get my first share of James Cook because like <laughs> it's worth a shot at that point, right? On on someone who has a uh, running back with good draft capital on a high-powered offense like that, yeah. it'll be worth it. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, what do you think about
1: his efficiency recently, if that'll translate into more volume or not? So you had that, what, 40-yard catch uh, the other week, and he had some other couple splash runs, right?
0: Yeah, the 40-yard catch, though, I feel like is a little bit of fool's gold to to want to uh, believe in because I remember that play, and I, it definitely at least looked to me like a play where Josh Allen ran around and then James Cook happened to be just, yeah, like, crossing the field, <laughs> 15 <laughs> yards down the field wide open. No one had covered him across the field, and, you know, he picked yeah. up this big play, which – Hey, credit to him. You've got he that's some awareness on the field, right? That so that is good. Uh but yeah, I mean, I, I don't have much hope for him really getting too many opportunities this year. Maybe, maybe at the end of the year, we'll see as as he continues to learn. But I'm I'm not holding my breath for that.
1: Right. Yeah, I think it'll take a, a singletary injury for him to see, you know, anything above 40% snap share, I would say, right?
0: Yeah, I I definitely agree with that. Okay. Let's finish up with a couple more running backs, Rashad Penny and Kenneth Walker. We talked before, um we obviously Kenneth Walker better dynasty asset. But you were in for Penny this year. I was saying I just straight up want Kenneth Walker even for just this year. I got the win on that one in a way, <laughs> but you were also right too because Penny was doing his thing before the injury. Like he was a serious fantasy asset. Uh, I only really got it because of the injury. But I guess you could say that was the concern, too, for Penny. Yeah. What, how, how do you feel about uh, Rashad Penny right now?
1: It's another devastating one. Two of my favorite players, <laughs> right? Rashad Bateman and Rashad Penny go down. So I got I got at least 30% exposure across all formats between those two guys. So it's just been a brutal, brutal run there. Uh, but, yeah, he looked looked amazing, right? Yep. He, he looked really good. He kept Walker at bay when, yep. when he was healthy. And then mm-hmm. the exact instant that he got hurt, Kenneth Walker just showed who he was and just yeah. started bawling out. So, and uh, yeah, props to you for staying with him and being all in on there and not uh, believing the bad team narrative that we talked about before. And right. showcased again uh, this year because you, you never know. And there's, there's a lot of, um, lopsided upside with a bad team that uh, seattle is showing right now because worst case scenario they are who you think they are and the best case yeah. scenarios they surprise you like something like that like the lions offense is going nuts and seattle's offense is going nuts so. yeah so uh, they become super powerful fantasy assets at that point so yeah it turned out
0: turned out amazing and he looks phenomenal right Oh, so he's easily one of my favorite players in the NFL now, watching him yeah. play. I, just the way he, 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 he still looks like he's in college when he's playing because the way <laughs> yeah. the way he's running and, and producing like he is against these NFL players, it looks like he's still playing in college. Yeah, it's outstanding. Just just incredible. So yeah, that was a very nice call on your end. But but to your point, like you said, Rashad Penny was keeping him on the bench because Penny was still so good. And it's just okay. it's only the injury. And it's a, kind of a freak injury, too, the one he got. The it's ones. not even like the normal just like hammy or something like that for him. He broke his, what, tibula? Fibula? I can't remember. Yeah, right one, one of those fibulas, right? Yeah, <laughs> broke bone in his leg.
1: Just broke his leg. You're like, <laughs> yeah. geez, man, what kind of luck have we got going yeah. on here? But yeah. I'm just so disappointed because he, he has a media segment where he, he purposely took the hometown discount to stay with Seattle where right. he had more money. And bigger offers elsewhere and this you know it just kills kills his market value for himself personally and then obviously for us who play dynasty it's just it's a brutal look, uh, brutal uh brutal luck there so yeah what can you do right as unless you believe in injury prone again you just stay away from every injured player ever but not going to win much that way i don't think
0: one last question for rashad penny before we get out of here let's say we get great reports on his recovery going into the off season. He's looking back to normal and he signs somewhere where he is presumed to be the starter. Are you back in?
1: Oh, absolutely. I've been, <laughs> I've been in since the beginning. I'm glad to hear it. I got a man crush on him. I love, I love the way he plays. I love his attitude. Just I've liked him since college. It's I'll, I'll be in to, to my detriment probably again, but, uh, if he can stay healthy, which is a super big if now especially, I'm uh, I'm excited to see what he can do. Obviously, he has great vision, very strong runner, but my God, just can't stay healthy for the life of him, right? Has, has a hot streak every season, right? And then gets yeah. hurt.
0: The okay, it. Uh, for real, actual final question after you answered that way. <laughs> Does that mean you'd want to try and like acquire him on, on your rosters right now and like what's the price to do that i'm gonna wait till the offseason like you said to
1: see reports but i would if if the things are stacking up like you just laid out there i would i would pay as much as an early second for him i think
0: Ooh, but that's that's a we'll that's a good that's a good amount for guy. Yeah, well
1: you said he's a presumed starter right and back to play right health. right like, yes yes I those running back landscape right now is a just a minefield of disgustingness and the people are shifting 20 spots here and there like every other week it seems and it's uh it's really hard to gauge their value right because if you yeah. have a healthy one he's you know he's he's the key to winning right now at just everything like Mixon or out or Chubb, saquon derrick henry like you got to have one of those guys to be winning pretty much and TMC, obviously, I'm forgetting a couple, right? But it's, yeah, it's just shows how much it's moving and how fast right now, which is kind of the first time I've seen this in over, I don't know, six, seven years, right?
0: Yeah. Since
1: that uh, amazing rookie class came out, uh, yes. uh, Delvin Cook in them.
0: It definitely know, seems like ago. it's about to be changing of the guard with the 23 running back class. We had the yep. 2017 that's continued to produce through today. And Seems like we're going to start to get that little bit of switch where those guys will actually start to fall down the rankings. Now, they've all they've continued to be near the top because they're the only good running backs in the NFL. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but
0: yeah. injuries everywhere and just the tough landscape and the position
1: itself is kind of changing to more of a committee with a lot of teams, so that makes it extra hard and
0: makes the top ones even more valuable, in my opinion. But yeah, absolutely. Well, David, thank you very much for coming on and joining me again to talk about yeah. our projections and how they work for us. This was a lot of fun. Before we get out of here, is there anything you would like to promote? Um, I haven't thought about it much. The chaos of the season, you know, has you scrambling week
1: to week just to keep up with all the news and the new matchups coming up the next week. And I get them all mixed up in my head every week, but no, I just appreciate you having me on and, and look forward to seeing how the rest of the season goes for our projections and our models and our rankings contests.
0: So. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, again, I appreciate you coming on everybody. If you don't already follow Zach, uh, David on uh, Twitter, you should David Zach 16. Uh, his matchup in, matchups and motions uh, that come out every week are one of my favorite things to look at going into the week. I think that provides a ton of actionable advice for you. You can follow me on Twitter at whiteb_ff. underscore FF. You can find, follow JWB at JWB underscore FF. Find all of our content at JWBFantasyFootball.com. While you're here, like, subscribe, follow. We'll see you next time.